Hello and welcome to another teaching from 119 Ministries. Our ministry believes that the whole Bible is still true and directly related to our lives today. If you would like to know more about what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope that you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. In number 16, we learn of the rebellion of Korah. The Korah rebellion is a rather serious type and shadow of those who reject the leadership authority and priesthood role of Yeshua, our Messiah. It is a type and shadow because we know that everything that happened before is a teaching tool to show us what will happen again and again and again. Ecclesiastes chapter 1. What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done and there is nothing new under the sun. We find that Korah are those who rose up and questioned and challenged the authority and leadership of Moses, as well as the priesthood of Aaron. They assembled against Moses and Aaron and questioned why Moses, the head, and Aaron, the high priest, were appointed over the whole congregation of Israel. Numbers chapter 16. They gathered together against Moses and Aaron and said to them, you take too much upon yourselves, for all the congregation is holy, every one of them, and Yahweh is among them. Why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of Yahweh? Verse 19. Then Korah assembled all the congregation against them at the entrance of the tent of meeting. This challenge to the head of Israel, Moses, and the high priest, Aaron, was addressed by our Creator with a very quick and clear response. It was a serious matter indeed. He required the congregation, the rest of the congregation, to immediately separate from them, spiritually and physically, lest they be caught up in the same sins and resulting judgment coming to them. Yahweh said to not only not be close to them, but to not even touch anything of theirs. Verses 24 through 25. Say to the congregation, Get away from the dwelling of Korah, Dathan, and Abram. Then Moses rose and went to Dathan and Abram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spoke to the congregation, saying, Depart, please, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest you be swept away with all their sins. Thus, entertaining the way of Korah is a very serious matter indeed. Korah challenged the appointed head authority and the high priesthood before them. And then, Korah and those with them were destroyed. Verses 31 through 34. Now it came to pass, as he finished speaking all these words, that the ground split apart under them, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up, with their households and all the men with Korah, with all their goods. So they and all those with them went down alive into the pit. The earth closed over them and they perished from among the assembly. Then all Israel who were around them fled at their cry, for they said, Lest the earth swallow us up also. Today we understand that Yeshua is our head and high priest, just like Moses and Aaron were such in the time of Korah. 1 Corinthians 11 But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ, or Messiah. 
the head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. And Hebrews chapter 6, where Yeshua has gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And just like Moses was, now Yeshua is our mediator between us and God. 1 Timothy chapter 2. For there is one God, Elohim, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Yeshua, the Messiah. Thus, any challenge to the Yahweh-appointed head and high priest of Yeshua, our Messiah, is in the exact likeness of those of Korah. Number 16, verse 3. They gathered together against Moses and Aaron and said to them, You take too much upon yourselves, for all the congregation is holy, every one of them and Yahweh is among them. Why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of Yahweh? As if to say metaphorically regarding those who do the same as Korah with Yeshua. You place too much upon Yeshua. The whole congregation is holy or set apart, and, and Yahweh is among us, meaning they are without need for any mediator. Why do you lift Yeshua up above the congregation of Yahweh, meaning to be a mediator? And what should be the response of the congregation? What was the response and direction from Yahweh? Say to the congregation, Get away from the dwelling of Korah, Dathan, and Abram. Then Moses rose and went to Dathan and Abram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spoke to the congregation, saying, Depart, please, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs. Thus you be swept away with all their sins. Rejecting the head that Yahweh establishes over us merits and really demands separating from these individuals, lest we be caught up in the same sin and the same judgment coming to them. Ecclesiastes chapter 1. What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. These accusations and challenges were presented before Yeshua and the disciples in the first century, and sadly, the way and mind of Korah is present even today. There are those abandoning Yeshua and the Brit Hadashah, or the New Testament, because of being caught up in doctrinal misunderstandings and errors. Just like it was a serious matter to question the authoritative head and high priest in the time of Moses, likewise, it is just as serious today, and there is nothing new under the sun. It is in this concern that exists the whole purpose of the Brit Hadashah series by 119 Ministries to simply assist others in not making the heir of Korah, to help others not go the way of Korah. Yeshua is the prophet likened unto Moses. Yahweh declared through Moses that a singular prophet likened unto Moses will arrive, and it is to him that we should listen. It should be noted that listening to this prophet likened unto Moses is a commandment from our Creator, detailed in the Torah. Thus, to not listen to the prophet likened unto Moses is breaking the Torah. Or actually, more specifically, it is sin. Deuteronomy chapter 18. Yahweh your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen, just as you desired of Yahweh your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, let me not hear again the voice of Yahweh my God, or see this great fire any more, lest I die. And Yahweh said to me, They are right in what they have spoken. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers. And I will put my words in his mouth, 
and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And whoever will not listen to my words, that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. There is only one prophet that came that fits the prophecy of Deuteronomy 18. And that person is Yeshua our Messiah from the early part of the first century. Witnesses of Yeshua became convinced that he was and is the prophet that was to come, the prophet likened unto Moses. John chapter 6, when the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, This indeed is the prophet who is to come into the world. But why were they so convinced? Not only were they still looking for the prophet of Deuteronomy 18 in the first century, they became convinced that Yeshua was indeed that prophet. Only Yeshua is the one that was like unto Moses in the most possible ways. However, some might suggest that Joshua was the prophet like unto Moses in Deuteronomy 18. Deuteronomy 31. Yahweh said to Moses, Now the day of your death is near. Call Joshua and present yourselves at the tent of meeting, where I will commission him. So Moses and Joshua came and presented themselves at the tent of meeting. However, we will show later in the teaching how the Torah specifically says that Joshua was not the prophet like unto Moses. First, we will show all the parallels between Yeshua the Messiah and Moses. As we do that, keep in mind, it is not that other prophets cannot share the same similarities. It is that no other prophet has so many parallels with Moses other than Yeshua. Let's begin. Moses was sent by Elohim. Exodus chapter 3. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am or in some translations, I will be what I will be. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. And Yeshua was sent by Elohim. John chapter 8. Yeshua said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. And there is more. Moses was born under a foreign king. Yeshua was also born under a foreign king. Moses came to fully preach the law of God. Yeshua came to fully preach, plurao, the law of God. The life of young Moses was threatened by an evil king. The life of young Yeshua was threatened by an evil king. Moses spent his childhood in Egypt protected from the evil king. Yeshua spent his child in Egypt protected from the evil king. Moses was offered the kingdom of Egypt, but refused it. Yeshua was offered the kingdom of the world, but refused it. As a result of Passover, Moses brought Gentiles into the covenant. As a result of his act of Passover, Yeshua brought the lost sheep of Israel that had become Gentiles back into covenant. Moses was criticized by his family. Yeshua was criticized by his family. Unlike all other prophets, Moses spoke to Yahweh face to face. Like Moses, Yeshua also spoke to Yahweh face to face. All other prophets only received visions or dreams. Moses was a teacher. Yeshua was a teacher. Moses was faithful. Yeshua was faithful. Moses gave bread to Israel from Yahweh. Yeshua gave bread to Israel from Yahweh. Moses facilitated miracles, signs, and wonders. Yeshua facilitated miracles, signs, and wonders. 
Moses was used by Yahweh to save Israel from bondage to Pharaoh. Yeshua was used by Yahweh to save Israel from bondage to the adversary. Moses acted as a shepherd leading Israel through the wilderness. Yeshua acts as the one good shepherd leading scattered Israel in the wilderness. Moses was a humble servant of Yahweh. Yeshua was a humble servant of Yahweh. Moses fasted for 40 days in the wilderness. Yeshua fasted for 40 days in the wilderness. Moses was a mediator of the covenant. Yeshua is a mediator of the covenant. Moses offered to die on behalf of Israel's sins. Yeshua offered to die on behalf of Israel's sins. Moses offered the Lamb as the threshold covenant to save Israel from Yahweh's wrath, saving the firstborn. Yeshua offered Himself as the Lamb as a threshold covenant to save Israel from Yahweh's wrath, saving Israel as Yahweh's firstborn. Moses baptized Israel by taking them through the Red Sea. Yeshua baptized Israel by sending them the Spirit. Moses, by holding up his hands, defeated the great enemy of Israel, the Amalekites, which ancient rabbis taught stood for all evil. Yeshua, by holding up his hands in death, defeated the great adversary of sin and death. Moses sent twelve spies to explore Canaan. Yeshua sent twelve apostles to reach the world. Moses appointed seventy rulers in Israel. Yeshua appointed 70 disciples to teach the nations. Moses was the mediator between God and man. Yeshua is the mediator between God and man. Rejecting the head of Moses led to destruction. Rejecting the head of Yeshua leads to destruction. Clearly, only Yeshua is the prophet like unto Moses. No other person in biblical history fits the life pattern, and purpose of Moses like Yeshua. As we mentioned earlier, some teach that Joshua was the prophet like unto Moses. There are several reasons for this. Argument number one goes something like this. Moses addresses his generation, the one that came out of Egypt. Therefore, the prophet must be another belonging to his generation. Deuteronomy 18. Yahweh your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen, just as you desired of Yahweh your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, Let me not hear again the voice of Yahweh my God, or see this great fire any more, lest I die. The word you marked here is in singular form. This means that this was not addressed specifically to individuals of the same generation, but the nation of Israel as a singular unit. Deuteronomy 18 verses 15 through 18 was directed to the entire nation and its descendants, as were the prior verses, because the people who requested to speak with Moses were not even permitted to enter the land. Yet he speaks to them as if they are going to enter in prior verses. So with that, we know for sure that he was not speaking to that generation specifically. He was speaking to Israel as a whole, which means all descendants going forward as well. Argument 2 goes something like this. Yahweh says that he would be with Joshua as he was with Moses. Hence, Joshua had to be the prophet like Moses. First, one instance of noted similarity with Joshua with Moses does not necessarily merit the prophet of Deuteronomy 18.18 status. It seems as though Yahweh anticipated possible confusion on this. So, to completely quell whether Joshua is the prophet of Deuteronomy 18.18, 18, 
Yahweh said this after it is said that all obeyed Joshua as they did Moses. Deuteronomy 34. And there has not arisen a prophet since in Israel like Moses, whom Yahweh knew face to face. None like him for all the signs and the wonders that Yahweh sent him to do in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to all his land, and for all the mighty power and all the great deeds of terror that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. So just in case there was any confusion as to whether Joshua was the prophet likened unto Moses, Yahweh himself stated that after the people obeyed Joshua like they obeyed Moses, that there still was not a prophet like unto Moses. This alone, according to Yahweh himself, proves that Joshua cannot be the prophet like unto Moses. Furthermore, Joshua was already risen up or set up or established long before Moses said Yahweh will raise up a prophet. The word translated as he shall raise up in verse 15 is this Hebrew word. It is in the third person imperfect action hafil, which means he shall cause to rise or he will cause to be established. It reflects an incomplete action, meaning Yahweh did not do it yet, whereas he did establish Joshua long before. Deuteronomy 18 verse 18 clearly points at another person who is definitely not Joshua or Yehoshua ben Nun. It is worth pointing out, though, that just like Moses was a type of Yeshua, Joshua, or really in Hebrew, Yehoshua, was a type of the Messiah as well bringing people back to the whole Word of God as one part, and into the land as king as the final act of the role of the Messiah. Taking on the likeness of Moses and Joshua together formulates a perfect type or foreshadowing picture of the Messiah that was to come. Joshua, or Yehoshua, even reveals the coming Messiah's name, sharing the exact same name, in fact, in original Hebrew. Let's continue. Yeshua did not speak his own words, but only the words of the Father. Deuteronomy 18, verse 18. And I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And compare that to John chapter 12. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has himself given me a commandment, what to say and what to speak. John chapter 14. Yeshua answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. And who does not listen to the prophet likened unto Moses will discover that Yahweh himself requires it. Deuteronomy 18 verse 19, And whoever will not listen to my words that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. John chapter 12 verses 47 through 48. If anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word I have spoken will judge him on the last day. Just like Yahweh told Israel to obey the words coming from Moses, he also told Israel to obey the coming prophet likened unto Moses. Deuteronomy 18 verse 15. Yahweh your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. Verse 19. And whoever will not listen to my words that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. And just like there were some, such as Korah, that questioned the appointed roles of Moses, 
and Aaron as the high priest. There are those like Korah that speak against Yeshua as the head and high priest. Not listening to Yeshua is disobeying the Torah. It is a direct commandment in the Torah to obey the words spoken by the prophet likened unto Moses. Disregarding the words that Yeshua spoke is setting aside the word of God. Challenging the authority, leadership, and priesthood of Yeshua is the same mistake that Korah made. It is the same mistake that many of the Jews made in the first century. And sadly enough, even today, the era of Korah continues, leading to destruction. Some might ask why they should follow Yeshua, to hear and obey His words. The answer is simple. The Creator of the universe told us to in the Tanakh, or more specifically, the Torah. It is not a small matter unless we consider the Torah a small matter. The evidence for Yeshua is there, just like the evidence for Moses and Aaron were there for Korah. Yeshua claimed to be the prophet likened unto Moses. Others stand as witnesses to Yeshua being our head and high priest. Yet some speak against him in the same way of Korah. Exodus chapter 22. You shall not revile God nor curse a ruler of your people. To speak evil of Yeshua or to claim Yeshua spoke evil by being a liar or an invention of man is an accusation that risks serious offense against the Torah if wrong. Like we said, it is no small matter. Peter quotes Deuteronomy 18 and notes that the one who does not listen to Yeshua is the one who will be destroyed from the people, just like those of Korah. Acts chapter 3, Moses said, The Lord God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. You shall listen to him and whatever he tells you. And it shall be that every soul who does not listen to that prophet shall be destroyed from the people. Why does Peter say that such a person will be destroyed from the people? Because the same happened to those of Korah. The New Testament clearly recognizes that those who deny Yeshua are in the dangerous state of Korah rebellion, as are those who associate with such individuals. For example, here are some warnings offered in the New Testament. Romans chapter 16. I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. 2 John chapter 1. Anyone who runs ahead without remaining in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever remains in his teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you but does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your home or even greet him. Whoever greets such a person shares in his evil deeds. 2 Peter chapter 2 But among the people there were also false prophets, just as there will be false teachers among you. Under false pretenses they will introduce destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, and thus bring on themselves swift destruction. We would encourage all to heed such warnings by not promoting those or associating with those who deny Yeshua as our Messiah, yet still claim to follow Yahweh. The rebellion of Korah was a serious matter and still is today, yielding consequences that is not in anyone's favor. We hope that this teaching has blessed you. And remember, continue to test everything. Shalom.
It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.